Welcome back to Marriage Monday. Thanks so much for joining with me. My name is Dave Berenger, and this is my podcast to help you build your marriage one Monday at a time. Today, we're going to talk about maintenance in our marriage. And a lot of what we've got to say just has, has a lot to do with just paralleling what maintenance looks like on our actual homes. Because if you own a home, congratulations. I'm glad you own that. But you also know that maintenance is necessary all the time, not once a year, not twice a year, but it's something that kind of looms over you. And when we forget about maintaining the house, we are actually inviting bigger things to happen. Now, back in 2002, we were moving from the Detroit, Michigan area to Midland, Michigan. And Ann and I were literally just talking about this yesterday. We were talking to our our kids, our adult kids, about buying a home. And we just look back at one particular house that in our brains wasn't moving ready I guess we could have moved into it, but there was just a lot of work that needed to go into it. It was a whopping 2,000 square feet. We were used to something, I think, less than half that size. But the reason why it was so big and so cheap, it's just because of the amount of work that needed to be done. We look back and we thought, had we had the vision for what it could be, boy, we could have flipped that thing. We could have gotten greater equity out of it. Just moving to Kalamazoo, if we would have stayed in that spot and sold that thing, it would have set up our future, which is where we're living at right now, for a better transition. And so that's what I want to talk about. I want to talk about us having a good vision for maintenance that will grow some great marriage equity within our lives that helps prepare us not for a great present, but for a great future. So let's talk about this. So when we talk about maintenance at homes and maintenance on our marriage, understand that number one, preventative maintenance is necessary. Preventative maintenance is necessary. I believe in doing the preventative things around the house that are uh, that are just, they're necessary for us to make sure that bigger things don't take place. So when it comes to life, this is what I tell couples, do whatever you can to be preventative within your life, within your marriage, so that things don't crop up, build up, and then crumble your marriage. Um, things like listen up, listen to marriage podcasts. By the way, thanks for subscribing. Thanks for listening. Uh, read marriage books. Maybe once a year. I'm not saying you got to read them every week or every month, but once a year, maybe make it a priority that you and your spouse, maybe it's every February, Do it around Valentine's Day or maybe every June. That's when I do my marriage series. Just make it a priority that you're going to read a marriage book or the both of you read a marriage book. Maybe the both of you do um, once a month, do a couple's devotional together. Um, Get creative. Find ways to pour into your marriage and be preventative. Uh, Take a marriage class. Go to a marriage seminar. Do a marriage weekend sometime with marriage speakers where there's some sort of conference. How about this? Once a quarter, take a long weekend away, just you and your spouse. If you can't do that, do that once uh, half every half year. Do that once a year. Do something to get preventative maintenance going on. Secondly, make it a priority. When it comes to maintenance, make it a priority. Now, I'll admit that the last thing I want to do when I've got beautiful weather and I've got a relaxing day for which there's no appointments, there's nothing that needs to be done, the last thing that I want to do is to go set up my ladder and go clean up my gutters. Now, 
when do I actually think about needing to do it? When do I actually want to do it? I usually want to do it when it's a downpour outside and I realize as I'm looking through my front window or if I'm looking out the back window, when I see water spilling out and I realize the water isn't flowing correctly because I haven't got up, gotten up and cleaned out the gutters. And so I tell my wife, I'm just going to go out in the rain and do it. And she's like, no, 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 no. That's when it's most dangerous. Then there's lightning. I'm like, ah, I'm not going to get hit. And obviously she's you know being a lot more wise in the moment there. But I don't think about fixing something and making something a priority until it's already too late. That's a tendency I have with my home. And I'm here to say that cannot be the tendency to do things within our marriage. Make it a priority to do the maintenance. Now, you just don't have the... uh, the ideas of doing preventative maintenance, but you've got to look at making it a priority. This is when you start seeing yourself get irritated with your spouse, make it a priority to start doing some maintenance. When you're beginning to see maybe passion starting to wane, not don't wait for it to wane, but when you're starting to see it wane, make it a priority that says maintenance is needed right now. When you're starting to see, starting to see miscommunication, nip it in the bud. I'm not saying that all of a sudden you've got to go get six months of, of counseling because there was a slight moment of miscommunication, but it wouldn't be a bad thing that when you're starting to miscommunicate to go and to meet with the counselor and to sit and say, you know what, we're starting to see this. We want to work on this instead of, hey, we're not, mis- we're not communicating. Now we need to start from ground zero. Go into the maintenance mode instead of having to do Uh, demolition or reconstruction or anything of that sort. Number three, when it comes to maintenance, sometimes emergency issues arise. Now, if we do like really good maintenance within our marriage and we live in a a constant perpetual state of maintenance, um, you're going to help prevent things from happening. That's just natural. That's just part of home ownership and it's part of marriage. But, but, both you and I know that emergency issues still happen. Maybe it's a diagnosis or an injury or a death in the family, the loss of a job. Um, sometimes it's just a blowout argument that seemed to come out of nowhere that you just did not see coming. Emergency issues arise. And I wonder if you and your spouse have ever had a conversation that says, do we have an emergency plan in the case that something were to happen between us where we need help? Who would we go to? Who can we agree to talk to? Who, uh, who are the people that we want to surround ourselves with? Who's the accountability? Who would be a mentoring couple? And that's why it's good when we think about maintaining our marriage is having an emergency plan in place. Why? Issues arise, issues happen. Number four, I wrote the, down the word spring cleaning. Spring cleaning. My wife loves to do spring cleaning. She loves rearranging things in the spring. There's just something about this annual thing that she just loves to dive into and she'll rearrange drawers, she'll she'll rearrange cupboards. She just goes into a mode that once a year, just diving into that springtime clean. Now, when it comes to our marriages, I believe that we can do a once a year focus. Maybe it's even a twice a year focus where you really get into marriage enrichment. Like I said, uh, once a year, every June, our church, I lead our church through a marriage series because I want that to be kind of our annual rallying together. Uh, But what if you and your spouse just said once a year, we are going to do this particular thing for our marriage. 
Uh, maybe it's almost like a state of the marriage weekend. Maybe it's from you two talking about your marriage, you're talking about your budget, you're talking about your future, and you cast vision for what the next year is going to look like. You make marriage goals. You talk about the previous year's goals. But it gets you to a place where you can do an annual once together and really have a great conversation. And instead of just keeping it once a year, what if once a quarter you keep revisiting those goals just to say, how are we doing with them? Are we meeting them? Are we working on them? Have they fallen to the wayside? Have new goals risen up that we want to talk about and work on together? And then lastly, and certainly not least, know this, the work never ends. I've told both of my adult kids that when it's time for them to buy a house, once you buy the house, the work never ends. The lawn always grows. No matter how well you organize the garage, the garage always gets cluttered. Things within the home get to use, which means they can get worn down. Things can break that nobody, through nobody's fault at all, it just happened to break because something got wore out. It's just a work that never ends. And I find couples get so surprised Five years, 10 years, 15, 20, when, they, when the kids leave the house around 25, 30 years of marriage, I am still shocked that people are shocked that the work never stops. You have to keep working on your marriage. Why? Because you and your spouse, you're constantly growing, you're evolving in terms of your knowledge of each other, the way that you guys love each other, uh, the way that you receive love and give love, all of that evolves or changes throughout the life of your marriage. You have to keep working on it because the second you stop working on your marriage, your marriage will coast toward death. I want to say that one more time. The minute you stop working on your marriage, your marriage will coast toward death. The work never ends. So keep growing, keep working on it, and watch the blessing of God follow. So that's all I've got for you for today. Would you talk with your spouse about maintenance? Talk to them, talk to your spouse about preventative maintenance. Talk about the priority of it. Talk about how emergency issues rise and what you can do in the wake of the emergencies. Talk about spring cleaning in that once-a-year way that you can really attack your marriage and set goals. And remember that work never ends. And if you can do this and keep working on your marriage, you're going to see the marriage thrive. Love you all. Have a great week. We'll see you next week. Have a great Marriage Monday.